0: Welcome to Unputting the Territory, the bonus pint-sized series from Unbooking the Territory, where we look at the only time that a wrestling championship ever changed hands by a legitimate sporting competition is the BTE Gator Golf Series, and now we're uh, into the semi-finals.
1: It's the first ever BTE World Heavyweight Championship Gator Golf Tournament. It'll be a 12-man tournament, three rounds, and the winner will ultimately be decided in the Triple Threat Finals.
0: Good luck to all. So how are you this week, Dan?
1: Oh, very well, mate. Very well. Um... I'm uh, still on my uh, still on my health kick, so I'm uh, I'm not drinking as much. And uh, just to get right into it, for those who uh, are following along in beer order, uh, I'm still just finishing the dregs of the uh, the mild out, that uh, Magic Rock mild from uh, from unbooking the Tankatari. So we've got that to throw in there now. But yeah, it's uh, it's all going good. I'm I'm feeling good, and uh, and things are going well. So I'm hoping that extends into uh, into today's show.
0: Excellent. I've I just had to take a break after uh, I had a beer explode on this. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, to quote, the, uh, to quote the hitcher from Mighty Boucher, that were a bad time for you, weren't it,
0: boy? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. But I'm safe, and I'm settled down, and I'm back at the 19th hole. So I, I'm at the moment on an Ancarsia's Cerveza Porter. It's a Spanish Porter at 5.5%. Very
1: nice, very nice. I do have a backup beer, because as I say, I'm at the dregs of that uh, that um, mild, and then I'm moving on. for in, Again, beer 52. They've sent us a good old can of Black Sheep's Rig Welter, cask strength, so it's 5.9%, and it feels kind of poignant, because I saw the other day that um, that Black
0: Sheep have actually gone into administration. Yes, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I saw something, I think there's 36 breweries that are going to administration this year already. Um, one d- was, d- Despite our efforts. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. One was Rainbow Brewery in Manchester, which on one of my trips to Manchester I tried to go to, um, but they weren't sort of open to sell things to the public, so <laughs> you're not making it easy, lads.
1: Well, I think it sort of comes with, the you know, if they are struggling that much and, you know, they're not getting the footfall at some point, it becomes... You know, not almost not worth yeah. opening from a financial point of view, doesn't
0: it? No, it does. It does indeed. It's a, it's a shame. Yeah, so I was uh, I was looking forward to it, but uh, yeah, I didn't get to go that day, and and we'll, we'll never get to go now. It's a
1: great shame. See so many of these brewers going down, but we shall uh, we shall endeavour to keep as many open as we can.
0: But we can only, yeah, we're only two men, Dan. We can only do what we can do. <laughs> we
1: drink,
0: um, drink like seventeen. <laughs> Yeah, but if you want to support uh, a, a worthy brewery, uh, you can go to tartarusbeers.co.uk. Put in promo code UTT Podcast fifteen and get fifteen percent off.
1: You absolutely can. And uh, basically everything they do is bloody brilliant. Which you, is. you've listened to our stuff before. If you've listened to our stuff before, you know that already.
0: You do, you do. So we're into the semi-finals now, Dan. Um, your bracketology from the first round, uh, I, I think you did. Uh, you went two and four. Which, in technical terms, means it was fucked. Yeah, so we thought there's no point carrying on this bracketology because <laughs> your brackets were, were busted uh, on on day one when Matt Jackson beat Nick Jackson.
1: Load of fucking bullshit.
0: Yeah, so we, we thought we, we'd clean slate and have a uh, a fresh bracketology for the uh, semi-final and you can predict uh, who, who's going to win the event for the tournament. Or oh, who isn't going to win. Well, I don't know. I mean, now that you've got your eye in, you've seen a lot of gator golf. You've seen all of these people play. You went in sight unseen before. Uh, you didn't even know Colt Cabana uh, who did plastic surgery, which made him look like Michael as I was in the tournament when we did the bracketology.
1: Yeah, I still don't think it's going to help. Yeah, I'm going to
0: fuck it. We'll, we'll, we'll go through. We'll go through the uh, the matches and we'll see um, who you think's going to win. So. Matt Jackson, uh, who beat his brother Nick in uh, a very difficult course, I think it's fair to say one one of the more difficult courses we've seen over the course of the first round um, versus Fuego Del Sol, who beat Sammy Guevara in a course that I guess if you finessed it um, it would have been relatively easy of course, uh, both Sammy and Fuego just whacked the uh, golf ball and ended up in a lot of trouble, didn't they? (laughs) They did
1: they did. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, gonna go with Matt Jackson.
0: Yeah. So your prediction is Matt Jackson. It Superb. Is. The next uh, match in the semi-finals, it's um, John Silver, and uh, he's facing Colt Cabana. Uh, and as we say, uh, he's had plastic surgery, so he now randomly looks like Michael Nakazawa. So John Silver beat his tag team partner. Alex Reynolds in the first round uh, I think this was a relatively easy card if I remember rightly uh, it, Yeah I think
1: it was I, did, no, I don't remember much about that match now that we're talking about it I think I think I was too caught up basking in my victory
0: I think it was just one of those, it was in the Dark Orders dressing room I think uh, just that one room, flat surface not, not too many obstacles so there was oh, that that. That, wasn't, that wasn't the one with the suitcases was it? No, that was Sammy Guevara and Burger del Sol. Oh, of course it was, yeah. Versus Colt Cabana. Now, the field that they had for this, the, the, the green or the uh, the golf course, was relatively easy uh, in theory. If you just had um, tapped the ball straight, there was actually some bumpers up that would uh, get the ball towards the gator's mouth down the big incline ramp. The, there was a bit of adverse camber on the ramp, which made things a little bit difficult, which... Yeah, you know colt masterfully accounted for uh, mm-hmm. even in his new body and, and matt Saddell really fucked so oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> it, he's, he's, yeah he cocked it right up
0: yeah maybe, maybe it wasn't as easy as it looks but um it's certainly the quickest win uh colt getting there in two shots so given um the performance in the previous round who would you go with for john Silver versus colt cabana
1: I am sticking with my boy John Silver. Johnny Hungy will come through for me. I have every faith. He did it in the first round. He can do it again in the second. I know Colt had a had a good showing, but I still think it was one of the more favourable courses. And I believe Colt's performance, in hindsight, was made to look better just by the sheer amount of fuckery that Matt Sadal pulled.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Matt sidell I mean, he really yeah, snatched defeat from the jaws of victory there, didn't he, with that shot? Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. So, um the final semi-final match, because there's only three matches in the semi-final with the way that this tournament's structured. It's Trent, who beat his tag team partner, Chuck Taylor, in a reasonably difficult course. Hmm. Again, uh, I'm struggling to remember it, if I'm honest. No, I don't actually know it wasn't. It wasn't a difficult course at all. It was just in the one dressing room. They just had Orange Cassidy stood there as a bit of an obstacle.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a lot, was it? It's not like Orange Cassidy's going to move suddenly.
0: No, no. And he's facing Matt Hardy, who who went through after a great degree of controversy in the first round.
1: Yeah, I'm still annoyed at that. Still annoyed. I mean, obviously, I think I'm going to have to go with Hardy, you know, wily old veteran.
0: So you've got a final here. Of Matt Jackson, John Silver, and Matt Hardy.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go a step further and say that John Silver, based on my bracketology, will win the whole thing.
0: Right. Okay. So that—that's your prediction. Is, is there any sort of logic there, or you—you you just? Yeah. I really, I really like John Silver. Yeah, you—you well, you <laughs> the first round uh, to win, and um, I believe you uh, picked him to get well obviously picked him to get through to the semi-finals before i think originally you'd assumed that nick jackson would win the tournament overall um so obviously he was out in the first round but yeah yeah john silver to uh take take that beautiful uh being the elite world championship title
1: yeah i reckon so it's kind of a heart ruling head moment i am going on a little bit on past performance, but also this is a lot of gut instincts. And and just pure desire, I, I want my boy Johnny Hungry to win.
0: Yeah, so have you got any expectations for any of the courses we might see in the semi-finals?
1: I think at least one of the courses is going to involve a flight of stairs. Interesting. At least one flight of stairs, because that's one thing we've not really seen yet. Um no. Probably more suitcases as, ob- as obstacles. Beyond that, I'm not really giving it much thought. I think we'll probably see a few with with curves around and about.
0: Yeah, I think we, I think we will indeed. Um, I, I think they may go all out for the final.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that may go all just go throughout Daly's place and may actually finish in the uh, in the stadium.
0: That'd be really yeah, really interesting. Going back to that sort of uh, ladder for, ladder war idea that we had from uh, the uh, high five, Tom. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that's just rough predictions off the top of my head. But you know, this is this is gate golf. It could be anything and everything. It, it, who knows? We with it being Matt Hardy, we could even get a uh, we could even get something involving the lake of reincarnation.
0: Oh, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, if the, if the ball goes into into the lake, but then uh, majestically uh, makes a reappearance or whatever, or
1: oh, Matt falls into the lake mid mid put and. Comes out having no idea what's
0: going on. Yeah, no that that's uh, that that's fair enough. Just in terms of real time, we have just dropped the very first episode of the show yesterday. So we've actually had some feedback. Uh, shows you how far in advance we're recording. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, recording these episodes. So you know, in in the run up to. The recording, we said that we had four days to go, and uh, your brother Cam at CamGriff92 would. Uh, and we put a gif of a woman uh, teeing off and falling over as she <laughs> teed off. And uh, Cam said that uh, she still has a better swing than uh, you do, Dan. <laughs> And and
1: she, he's not far off. To be fair, I think I said in the replies to that we uh, we used to go to the driving range as kids with with our dad. And uh, one day, one day I uh, I took a swing, and somehow the golf ball went vertically upwards and broke one of the lights above me. Wow! Wow, that that would take some doing. And uh, and another day actually, I took another swing, and uh, I'm putting this down to so just it being an old club. Uh, but the ball didn't virtually went nowhere, but nowhere, but the uh, the face of the driver shattered. God,
0: you don't have much luck, have you?
1: (laughs) No, um, as previously mentioned on many podcasts, my life is a joke.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, this might make you feel better. Um, Lauren at uh, Lorash Renly, who we've had on the main show before, was an excellent guest. Um, She said that uh, she once swung her own feet from underneath her when she was trying to hit a golf ball, and from that day, war was declared on physics.
1: (laughs) I would expect nothing less. Oh, Lauren, you're bloody glorious.
0: Um, so, with the announcement that the series was dropping, uh, Glenn Abbott at uh, GA Wrestle Nut uh, said, thanks, guys, something else to fit into my listening schedule as uh, well as researching and recording our own shows. It's bite-sized, Glenn.
1: We're, we're doing short podcasts now.
0: Yeah, it's not so bad when it's bite-sized, is it? That's the <laughs> that's the bonus. <laughs> and uh, Graham at uh, Good Bad Wrestle from the Good Cop Bad Cop Wrestling podcast uh, shouted four and uh, <laughs> said that uh, episode uh, one is out. But before the first hole, let's go to the 19th hole. Brilliant. <laughs> and that was a <laughs> hashtag <I think>, fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Glad you're on board, Graham.
0: Yeah. So thank you very much uh, for that. And um, Danny at Scottish Juggalow said it was an excellent um, debut for uh, UTT putting. He said he never saw any of uh, this as was happening, so it'll be uh, following the series closely.
1: Very much like me. I had no idea any of this happened before we started recording and, and still have no idea of what's to come.
0: Yeah, so um, very much appreciated. But in terms of uh, people who've helped get the message out about the start of the show, we've had chain wrestling, so you, you're... Uh, Pod partner, uh, Cy Powell, there. The SJP World Media boss, man, as he hates to be called. <laughs> well, he, he's probably just wondering why why this isn't on SJP World Media, like uh, 99% of all podcasts are. <laughs> because we were here first, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, there's the at Total Stevo Legend. And, yeah, Gr- Graham shouted out from his main account at NGB uh, M-G- Graham.
1: I've got the MGB rub. This is taking off.
0: Yeah, and and Glenn from his podcast, A Work in Progress. Uh, Shout out, King's Pig Bladders, at Pig Bladders, who designed the logo for the series. And in addition to that, he created some artwork for the first episode that had me as Hugh Hefner and you in a Cody Rhodes T-shirt. Yeah, the bastard. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but really, uh, Pig's Bladders just...
1: He puts so much work and, and so much time into into doing things for people and you know and, and just all the images and, and refaces he does and things like that just brings so much joy. I really can't thank him enough.
0: No, he's done some done some excellent work and we, we when we get to the end of the um being the elite get um, gator golf challenge. Although to be fair, after the gate golf, they did go and defend it with you know beer pong and taking field goals in American football and stuff. So that there may be a season two, depending on how we feel. But when we finish this, we're going into another project, which we will uh, unveil shortly. And yeah, it, it, Pink's Brothers done some artwork for that, which is brilliant as well. Yeah, and we're going to have to get uh, we're going to have to get him on the main UTT
1: show again because covering uh, covering Barry Horror, which was such a laugh, is going to actually sort of. It's kind of acting as a gateway for for a wider you know wider projects on that show, and, and was a nice little tester for sort of a, a single wrestler
0: focused episode. Yeah, yeah. So you may see that coming up in the future. Has already happened depending yeah. on the schedule. Wibbly wobbly timey
1: wimey. Fucky Uh
0: Well, talking about wibbly wobbly timey wimey, where can people find you, Dan?
1: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at DanGriffin21, usually tweeting about wrestling that's six weeks out of date on movies that are 25 years out of date. And if you want to hear more of me, I am on the the wibbly-wobbly to size timey-wimey on the Doctor Who pod, where we sit down and talk about all the madness
0: of that two-hearted alien in the blue box. Superb, and uh, there's been some excellent content there, so uh, people should go and check it out. Some high-quality guests too, Rob. Yeah, well, and me and uh, you can find me at UTT Rob it's really more about the mutuals than it is about the followers so I'm absolutely more than happy to follow back Uh, as we mentioned the main show uh, on booking the territory you can follow that at UTT Podcasts. season one we were looking at the highest and lowest TV rated episode for each period season two we're looking at firsts and lasts of wrestling Um, however we define that but uh, often uh, debuts of TV shows or debuts of wrestlers that kind of thing often loosely loosely (laughs) (laughs) We'll cover any time. Uh, aside from this, we we have a another side project on booking the tankatory where we're following the ups and downs of the in ring career of legitimately the hardest man that ever lived, one David Tank Abbott. And if you go to the Twitter for that at UTT Tank, you can get some hashtag Tank facts.
1: And they're the best.
0: Lions don't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep, but they are terrified of what Tank Abbott might be thinking.
1: I fucking love that one.
0: (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it is. It is. There's lots of talk about dream matches in wrestling. Every wrestler has nightmares about a match with Tank Abbott. It's very true. It is. On the sixth day, God created punching. On the seventh day, God rested after being sparked out on the day before by Tank Abbott. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Tank Abbott (laughs) legit punches out deities. He does indeed. He does indeed. On the same channel that you listen to this, you can hear the One Man's Meat Show with Danny at Scottish Juggalo and the real Chris Bellis, and they're going through forgotten storylines of wrestling, wrestlers the man and can't that much love, that kind of thing. And they have a bonus pint sized project themselves where they're going through every episode of Wrestle Society X and Wrestle Society Extra. So again, you know, twenty minute, half hour shows really worth checking out really good guests on the first episode as well yeah excellent guests yeah <laughs> and and then they've had some uh, otherworldly slash ghostly guests on uh, other episodes yeah yeah
1: they have uh, but no, they, they, those lads put in such you know put in a hell of a shift and do some great work and as i've said on previous podcasts listen to disgusting awful it's so informative and so much fun if you're a fan of horror movies
0: yeah no they, they really put the uh the leg work in don't they so we're really worth checking out so next time on unputting the territory we're going to be you know into the first match of the semi-finals so uh you know we get into uh, uh squeaky bum time in terms of uh, the football here aren't we dan
1: we are indeed but in the words in the words of whatever he was called in the emperor's new groove he's about to go over the waterfall
0: bring it on and thank you for listening
1: Gator Golf! Step right up! What could be greater than golf with a Gator? Gator Golf! Give it a whack! Gator Golf! Yes. Throw it right back! Gator Golf! What could be greater yes. than playing a game of golf with a Gator? It's Gator Golf! Hit the ball in his mouth to oh, yeah. score, the Gator will toss it back
0: out! Gator Golf! hit the ball in his mouth Gator Golf! will turn
1: all
0: about! You take a shot, Dad! Okay! You watch oh, Gator plug. Golf! What could be
1: greater than playing a game of golf yes. with a Gator? Gator Golf!